let's talk about you and me. Oh, I can't believe it. Ooh, ooh, she all on me, on me. Me, me, I think she want me, want me. Nah, I can't even lonely, no. And y'all understand she make the people say, yeah. Now I can put you in the lounge. Ooh, keep running your mouth. And if them drops come dripping, I'ma show you what the teardrops fall. Ooh, shorty, I was just playing. Ooh, we can take it to the praying. I'll just have you. You know that song, girl? I can't believe it. Mm. Ooh, ooh, she all on me. I think she won't me. Won't me. Can't give her lonely. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. For real though, that was that was that was one of the good songs. Um please I, I just need to respond to this message. So um good. and I'm just making sure that I don't say anything that I might regret. Mm. So I need to phrase it properly. You know, you know, saying things You don't incriminate uh, yourself. You know, but then again saying things in on WhatsApp that sounds different to the other person from the way that I'm oh. saying it. But you know? To the way I'm gonna be, it's gonna sound when I'm saying it in person. Oh. Um, Ooh, I can't believe it. I'm about to get my shit rolled up, rolled up. Roll one for the road later. You feel me? Ya bomba clap. But that is a yeti. Yes, um, situation. Okay. This conversation might go on for a while actually, I just realized this. Mm. Um, so I will just. A multitask between the two of it. I have my vibrate on, so don't be disturbed for my recording today. Um, I believe that we are live and direct already. Of course, we are. So, I see you making the habit out of not telling you that we are actually live in Mutala Lounge once more. We are back. And today it's going to be a good day. That's today is going perfect. to be a good day. Today is a good day. It's been a good day. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you guys have had a good day, whichever day you listen to this. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Tidal Lounge. Mm-hmm. You are live, not live, but you are listening to myself. <laughs> you today. are listening to us in the future. And you will listen to my other bestie, the other half of my life is Tidal. This is Brown, it, man. Nah, it's been a while, man. It's been we've... a moment, it's been a minute. Since we've been seated in the lounge. Yes. It, it has. has. Old ass couches. <laughs> These couches are comfortable though. That really is. Did I show you this thing earlier? Yes, you did. Look at those things. Okay, those will. Okay, you can't see, but it's a big ass nightmare, bro. <laughs> this thing is huge. Why do you, <laughs> why do you have to put it out like that? Because that is what she said, that's what she said, that's what we said, and that is what we're gonna keep saying. Because we big things, we do big things. Shit. We do big things, people. We do big things. My bro, I was looking at the analytics and it amazes me that we still have people from New Zealand still and people from Russia. Oh boy, that's a conversation to have, is it not? You see? That's how I broke Oh my gosh. That's how I broke it. should not be laughing about these things, but that is a serious conversation. That is a serious conversation. Apparently, it's a smokescreen. Yeah.
to China taking over Taiwan. That's been happening, blah. That's been happening. We don't get into politics, guys, but you know, world news is so amazing. It's really so interesting because we are at the dawn of a, a breaking, or actually, we are at the dawn of World War Three. But isn't it going to be called World War Z? World War Z. <laughs> now you see, I saw something that popped up on my. You know, when you open up your browser and they give you that news feed. I don't know if you get that. Like this mini news feed. They give you just the headlines and like uh, two lines of the article and it's like this picture of whatever the article is about. Have you ever seen that? No. If you open your newsfeed, you'll eat it. They give you this, they just give you like a, a headline. Now. With the picture normally. No, but now, Even when I opened up mine this morning on my phone, I saw that this whole thing that's going on between Russia and Ukraine, it's affecting our, our economy. Affecting the world. Oh, because BRICS maybe? Don't you think Probably. So? Now, bro, what did what do we have to do with this whole world, bro? What is our affiliation, if I can say that, with regards to these countries? What what do we have? Is Russia part of part of BRICS? Oh shit, that's our affiliation, bro. That's exactly it. Okay, never mind guys, I apologize. Though 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 um so the East Ukraine, Hunter. Ukraine um, is, uh, I, I believe, um, Ukraine isn't really affiliated with most of What's Ukraine? Northern Europe. Yeah, I was an awesome, they also a European country? Yes, they are a European country. So, um, there's this whole thing with regards to the Jews still. And the Palestinians? I'm not too sure if the Palestinians are involved, but the Jews are all making their way back home. Israel, as we are speaking. What's the what's the point? I am purpose? I am trying to I I'm literally still finding information. I'm still sourcing information. Um, on, you know sometimes you cannot just trust Google, um, because Google gives you a lot of people's opinions as as, uh, as articles. Um, so I need to do proper proper research on these um, of, on these things. Thorough research. Yes, thorough research. Um, Go through it, bro. Go through it. You didn't use Anchor of the podcast, bro. <clears throat> I still have to stop with that. You didn't use Anchor of the podcast. But yeah, um, I haven't really, I haven't really gotten into content. I mean, mm. I've kind of been in a, in a. If, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about this, then we might as well. Um, I've kind of been in a, in a bit of a frenzy with regards to, to, to where I'm at. Okay. You know, the beginning of the year always just brings all these, um, these feelings and things that you, or things you haven't yet accomplished and things mm-hmm. you feel like you should have accomplished and things you want to do and, you know, that's what the beginning of the year always brings to me. Like, okay. it has me in a, in a, in a type of a space where I am now shifting through feeling out or am I still on the right track? Am I still doing things the right ways? Is some mm-hmm. things I need to get rid of these? Like I'm reassessing myself and it takes a tremendous amount of um, willpower, strength, like, mm. you know, it, it does take a lot out of you to be going through your life like that while having to do other things or juggling other things as well. Mm. Um, it actually becomes so stressful because while you are juggling other things, you don't have time to focus on you. And this is where mental health comes in. Mm. 
you know, do you you juggling so many other things, um, and you're trying to squeeze in your own time as well. You 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 reassessing yourself and doing things to yourself that it becomes so overwhelming that you just like you just like you know fuck it. Mm. Let me just let me just let me just not do stuff right now. Mm. Let me just not do anything right now. Mm. You know. Um, and that's when procrastination again kicks in, like now, okay, cool, what am I supposed to do now again? Yeah. Because I've had so many other things clogging my memory now, that brain is fully open now, I can actually, because then I took a day off maybe, like, mm. you know, from everything, and even myself, I just like let go of myself for the day. Um, your mind is open now, you are clear, okay, you're clear-minded, now you have, now the work starts again for you to, you know, start, okay, cool, this is where I, so, You've compartmentalized it now, so now you know what you need to do. So step by step, you need to do these things, and that's where I'm at right now. So I've had my break, <laughs> like I've had my break already, um, like the slight break mm. last week. Like literally, I I felt like my mind was just going to blow. Okay. Um, and uh, I just like had to for my own benefit, for my own help. I just had to, I literally I was I was sick. I was sick. Mm. Um, I was I, I I was feeling like I had COVID symptoms. Mm. You know, and that's when I I just like you know they didn't know your mind is getting you are getting you are too in your mind right now. So I need to get out of my mind. Okay. You know, and it takes a lot to do that. So you 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 exhaust yourself to that point, right? Getting it out. And once it's out now, you just need to like enjoy the fact that you have nothing mm. right now. It's, it's clear, mm. clear space. Now you start, now you start. Mm. And yeah, that's why, like I said, that's why I'm right now. Um, so yeah, um, I've I've had quite a, a, a little bit of a hectic time since the last since the last conversation, but I'm here and I'm feeling quite good. Rudy, you think speaking of mental health? Do you think in bro, that we give ourselves enough credit for putting up with the cap we put up on a daily? I don't think we do. None of us do, my bro. At I the say same so. time, I, if we didn't, I don't think we would be here. I so there's so. The, some, something has given already, something is giving still, and there's something's got to give still. Every time when you you don't even realize that you are actually giving yourself credit. If you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying, I'm saying that. Because I mean, if we really didn't give ourselves any credit at all, I don't think we would have. We would have probably fucking given up on life a long time already. Guys, I'm very sorry for using all of this foul language, but you know, here in Thailand, lounge we speak freely and how we feel at in this point in time. So yes, but that's just my opinion, of course. I don't know. How, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit because we. Hey bro, if I look at work, we beat ourselves up so much, my bro. Because we overthink, okay, my line of work, I can speak on myself mm-hmm. and in my office. Mm-hmm. Or not for the people in my office, but I wear, like, I see it every day, like, we, comp- we complain. Yes. It's like... Financial, financial. My bro, we... You're not everybody. <coughs> we at work super early to complain. And we, and bro, we just beat ourselves up to a fact, to a point where we just take it, bro. Now we're just taking the punishes. 
Don't you, isn't that where you, if you're just taking the punches like that sounds like you've given up change like and that leads me to this point where I think we get too comfortable so we already away because we already know the bullshit that's coming and how to handle it that's when you become complacent yes no no so you know it's like you know <laughs> we're just taking it bro there was this there was I mean there was this advert a couple of years like when we were younger like when we were like you know in school younger there was this advert of this guy sitting at work or sitting at this this, um, this cubicle you know like, I can't even remember if it was he was sitting at work or at home but he was sitting and the surroundings around like the weather change and the, the people change and it, but he was just sitting like this like he had this dull look on his face you know uh, like he was just typing and the, everything was changing around him happy things sad things wet things warm things it was mm. just changing but his face did not change like he was just like looking like literally like you know the robot like robot effect that's what he was so you're making it sound as if it's like that now because come high hell come water come what moving mountains you're just gonna sit there and do what you have to do <laughs> oh my word that is not what I want to be they is not way I don't want to be I'm sorry I spoke to a few well not a few of my colleagues but I spoke to I get to work early so it's like three of us in the office three four of us in the office and we were saying that and I said to them that we get to a job, we do it, we look for another job, you know, mm-hmm. but we get comfortable in the current job that we forget that we were looking for a job in the first place. So when we look for a job the second time around, something cacky had to happen, or something made you realize like, yo, like I forgot why I wanted to leave in the first place. And thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. So we, I had a moment at work and I was like, yo, I, I I forgot why I was so adamant to leave the first time. Mm. No one knew. I don't think people knew I wanted to leave. But away. Like, anyway, these things happen when you 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 know. I think also there's a lot of we we are, our circumstances push us to do things that we don't want to do. Mm. You know, um, whether it be self-imposed circumstances or actually circumstances out of our control. Mm-hmm. Because when I speak about self-imposed circumstances, it's like you want to wear a certain brand of shoes, but you know your tiny is not going to buy it for you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to look for a job so you can buy yourself shoes all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your circumstance. I need Make shoes. You, you know what I mean. Um, I'm just using that as an example. Guys, if you do that, you know, live your best life. Um, I am not here to judge people, but I, that, that's an analogy that I think is... is, is you know, proper for the conversation we're having right now. Um, yes, but there are circumstances out of our control that also push us to do things we don't want to do. Mm. And this is goes beyond just working, doing jobs. I tend to think about life, and this is where I'm going to be getting to right now, you know? There's this conversation I wanted to have with you. Like, I am tempted to believe mm. And I'm saying tempted to believe because I I don't really agree with what I think. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm still having a constant battle about this. Okay. Um, 
It's about like, this specific thing. This specific thing, yes. Okay. Like, everybody is doing the most to, you know, survive out there mm-hmm. and stuff. Some people are doing it the proper way by looking for jobs and, you know, doing, being proper, looking for mm-hmm. handy things, whether it be you're going to come and clean my yard or you're going to, you know, give me a haircut. Um, or, you know, you're going to come sell, buy things from, you can sell things to me to make money. Whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, everybody's on a hustle, yeah, well, you know? Um, like, so I, I can respect your hustle. <clears throat> I can respect your hustle, man. Like, to me, I don't care how you are making your money, mm-hmm. you know, um, as long as it's not affecting me. Mm-hmm. I say the same thing. You know, it doesn't affect me. And this is where I get confusing that, like, then you have people who rob people as a hustle. That's, you know, you you rob people as a hustle, that's your hustle. That's... You rob shops, you pickpocket, whatever the case may be, that's your hustle. Everybody has a different hustle. Now, I'm saying I respect your hustle, but now, and I said already that, uh, you know, um, as long as it doesn't affect me, but like, like, am I really respecting you if you are talking people that mm-hmm. are like, also like trying to make it out there, man? Dude. You know, like, so where, and I, this is where I'm conflicted. Like, how do you try and draw a line? Like, I can, I can be okay, you know? But like, I would much rather you do it from a store where nobody gets hurt, nobody loses anything besides like big companies. Mm. you know and stuff like that which they get covered for in insurance and i'm not promoting people doing this to stores looting stores and stuff like that please guys this is real stuff it's, like, you know, it's not <laughs> okay gonna have it's not okay guys i'm just putting it out there this is not okay you're gonna have motherfuckers you know but i am just trying to give you a proper analogy man. i'm serious okay you know <laughs> no it's not okay dylan said it's not okay okay um um, but everybody gets what I'm saying when I say this, man. Like, um, can you like assure? Can you make sure that your hustle doesn't affect the livelihoods of anybody else in, um, you know, in the streets that you see? Because oh, mm. let's just put it out there. Just like not rob people, man. Mm. Like just like not rob people. You know, there are so many other places you guys seen, and they're probably scared that they're gonna get caught. Mm. And they're not going to get caught by robbing someone, which is probably the, you know, the easier way out. Yep. But like, yo, so why I'm saying this is, yeah, so I almost got robbed last week. Mm. Last week in Tuesday, I almost got robbed. Mm. In Woodstock. Mm. In Station Road. Mm. Now, also what I'm doing there, that is to be confirmed and also not to be announced on here because um, I really don't like sharing much of my life with like, mm. My personal life with well, people on here. Um, and no, um, just in case you were wondering, this was not to be in bed with someone. Mm. Um, anyway, so you know, you must have these hidden things that you do, like you, for a bigger purpose. Mm. So, this is one of those reasons. Like, you know, do things in the silence so people don't know, you don't tell people about it. That's when the bullshit happens. You know what I mean? So, That's you must have a, there's a, there's a plan, there's a plan, right? Now I am busy. Now I'm busy talking on my phone, you know, making sure that everything is okay, wherever I'm at and who needs to be, you know, general things on my phone. I'm lying. I'm talking crack. Sorry. I was busy putting music on. Okay. I was busy putting, I was, I was literally just plugged in my, my earphones. I was about to play, do a playlist or listen to the radio actually. Radio KFM. Yeah. Okay. Um, and 
as I plug in my phone, now I'm walking down Station Road towards, um, is it, like, what is that, not Victoria, is it Victoria, I don't know, the one like lower down, closer to Woodstock Exchange, mm. uh, walking towards that side, right, coming from close to by your, where you walk, right, because that's where the bus dropped me. And as I'm walking down this road, um, there's this, I don't know if it's a wooden workshop, there's this workshop, this factory, it's like, you know, these workshops that they have there. Um, and there was guys sitting outside, they were drinking coffee and smoking their morning cigarette, probably just about before, because it was half past seven, so it wasn't even eight. Okay. It wasn't even eight o'clock yet. Um, when was this during the week? Yes. Okay. Um, also, just before I had to go for a meeting in uh, in Rwanda, gosh. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so I first had to just go down to Woodstock Exchange. Okay. Uh, it's close by the um, not yeah, the same Woodstock Exchange. If it be, it's close to by that range. Um, we had to go to do a delivery, right? And a delivery. I had to go drop or something. Yeah. Okay. Hey, my man. Peggy, blah. This is me. I'm putting the thing in, and as I'm seeing this, this was a track in the sky, but now I'm walking, and I see as I'm, I'm, I'm still seeing here the middle, like, you can see still through. Obviously, the track is in the road, the guys are on the, on the pavement, but I'm crossing the road, like, diagonally to, like, walking down. So, my view of the corner, because it's on the corner, my view of who's coming around the corner is obstructed. Right? But before I actually got to the, like, you know, before my view was abstracted, I saw two guys coming around the corner. Mm. Right? So I really had my eyes up. Mm-hmm. Right? And clearly, one of, the, one of them, these guys, there were two, um, they saw me too. Right? Because I was still putting in my earphones. Now, I plugged it in, so I was putting in my earphones and I was not going to look for a song, for the, mm-hmm. for the channel, the radio. Um, Thing on my phone, feature on my phone. Well, this brad just start. I must see in his whole bow. It can't say yellow bow. It can't say yellow bow. I see this brad going towards his like side, his waist side there. No, and he's going deep and he just so grab out. But as he's grabbing out, he's saying. He say, what's my bro? And he say, he say, and my response, in, like he wasn't even done speaking it. My response, my phone, he say, what's my bro? And then I just gave, gave like a wide sip, but I was like, I was like, so I, I was not, I was not, I was not, I was I was serious, but I was already before he even like came to me. As soon as he came around the corner, his hand was in, I was like, ah, sir, it is real, bro. It is real. And then I just had this adrenaline, like literally, because I was literally like, you know, about the adrenaline. I saw this thing coming, I was like, okay, cool, here we go. Wait, bro, I was like, I see a horse, bro, I see a horse, bro, you're my speed, it's a bedakkie, it's a bedakkie, bro. And I gave a wide step around him, and I gave like a, I, I turned my back towards the, that side, so I could see him, mm-hmm. and I'm running to the back, man. I saw this whole car, and then so I'm running to the back like that, just, and then I'm just going to turn and spot. And stuff. He so wanted to try to turn around, my bro, but he struck him in his mood because he didn't expect this bra to imagine. actually pull back like that. I can imagine. He didn't expect that. Literally, bro. You know about this. But I'm going to tell my story anyway. Of getting robbed. Working in town, in Druids, 
So we must have to finish. We must have finish. I have post two the afterwards. And then I'm going to train. And then go. Sinje. Don't still take a taxi by the station. It's going to take too long. Anyway, now I get in the taxi. Sinje. At on the, the deck. Got, yeah, I, I remember this place. I remember this place. Oh, Continue. Got in the van, Sinjay. Now the van fell up. Now we drive. Now four now dropping me into picking up. Gets to my stop, Sinjay. I don't have cigarettes, but I have money. I want to go buy loose ones, Sinjay. I can't buy a packet. I need to get me the loose ones. Jump out of the van, go to the shop there. On the corner, my bro. Opposite Peru Center. Away. Go in, buy my cigarettes, as I come out, I light one, my brew, and not even lit that cigarette properly, but this one brew take me around the corner, he great me my brew, I feel like my body in a grip, but in that moment, no, I realize, yeah, but something's clapping here, <laughs> and yeah, I hear this, and I check, yo, this is a number, bruh, I'm in a number right now, <laughs> My heart is racing. This means it just fucking caught their guns. One bro have it against my back. Other bro have it. Yeah, my face is on my cheek. Oh my god, not today. I woke up with me past my high school to the back of the train station. Away. And that railway. Away. Away. Yeah, my bro, they take me there now. This means it skip me, my bro. Guns in my face, on my side. All this man, my bro, they took me right up, right the fuck up, my bro. I promise you, know when we got there, they over the parking. Oh no, my bro. My bro, this means my bro, this means I'm gonna explain now probably what they, why they took me there, but as you're walking, my bro, this means now talking of a car, Sinjay speaking to me. Like I'm the fucking bra, like everything is alright. And in my mind I'm thinking, I'm, I'm fucking scanning you, my bro. Just in case I do see you again. But I'm scanning this man, so I'm looking at him up and down. And then they stop, and then this bro, like, my bro, we talking to you, why are you not replying? As my soul can chase with me. Now look at this bro, now I answer, now I say, man, I the man who's looking at me. You must know what he's wanna do. Like, let's get this done, my heart is racing, my bro, I can't handle this. <laughs> And I will answer them normal, like, I'm not gonna fucking be enthusiastic to answer you, my bro. You didn't just... You saw like, them fucking robbing me with guns, I don't know if this guy is real or not. See, like, at that time, one thing about it is that, my bro. My bro, but anyway, get to the top, they take my money, my inches, go into my bag, they take my stuff. See, they take my chain. I got another chain from a girl who used to work with me and my mother had opens me away. She gave me a train, Sinjay. Yo, if she's listening to this now, my bro, I'm so sorry. But away, they robbed me from that train and I had a... You see the, 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 the Rasta lion with the crown on his head with the flag? Yes. Away, I had a, a pendant like that, my bro. I bought it by on the parade so Yo, a week before this happened. Just pendant, my bro. I loved it. But anyway, get there. This means to take my train also, my bro. And now they base me, I must turn around and spot. Now as I'm must now making my cock rich, because you spot up my bag, you literally threw my cock out, my bro. 
But anyway, turn around and pick my cap up. My bro, Dylan, I turn again, this man, so he's gone. Gone, my bro. Gone. <laughs> Literally, my bro, I wasn't on the ground picking my stuff up for more than 15 seconds because I just wanted to get the fuck out of the way. Or off the train tracks, at least, Sinjay. My bro, but I, I packed my shit and I turned around, my bro, because I could feel my jaw drop like, yo, this means it's really gone again, my bro. Because I just wanted to look back to scan again to see, fuck, did I see right what you were wearing or whatever the case may be. Away, but turned around and this means that he's gone. But away, standing there, you know, with my back towards them, you know. And this bro had this fucking thing against my neck. This gun against my neck, my bro. And other bro is skipping my back. And my back is towards them, my bro. And my only thought that is going through my head at the time was, my bro, my tiny don't know where I am right now. <coughs> Nobody knows where I am. And you don't have a phone. And I don't have a phone because this guy has just took my phone. Sorry for the foul language. But away. All my, all the times I was robbed was at gunpoint. Yo, tough. Away. Like, uh, I was literally, after that incident, I was saying, I have fucking bad. I did you get a, like a gun? No, I didn't. How did you get a gun? You know. Um, and that, Katie, that is the reason now. Oh, John, bro, I got robbed. On my way from Druids home and on my way to work, I got robbed. See, also by a gun. My bro, but after that second time, no, it's like that feeling of getting robbed is like not there anymore, my bro. Like that being scared feeling. Oh, yeah. It's like, nah, I have PTSD now, my bro. I'm not gonna talk back. That thing, hearing that sounds, my bro, of a gun, it triggers something, my bro. Really, it triggers something in me where I'm now going to get active now, my bro. Like, whoop, my bro. Oh, it's either me, it's either me or you, my bro. The strangest thing is it's the same. And I'm going to fucking fight in my life now. People won't easily shoot you. Nah, they won't. But they will stab you. But, oh wait, but with that also being said, they will shoot you in a heartbeat, but they will rather first intimidate you. Because if they're gonna see like, nah, this bro's penis will stick now. Now they're now gonna, and start being like, nah, my bro, you need to relax. Just give me your cock. But me, right now, my bro, if I hear anything that sound like a gun cocking, my bro, I get my brain <laughs> rasper, bro. Let's, let's move on from that, actually. Speaking about guns, let's go to guns conversation. How was your shooting experience, bro? Just, bro. <laughs> Just, and that is, is why, that is why I will get the gun, my bro, because I know now. This bro explained everything, my bro, and young like man. Young bro, my bro, <laughs> sorry now to this bro, no, but he look like a fucking high school shooter. He look like a bro, pack bags with guns and just goes to his high school and starts shooting. But, really? he looks like that, but like, he's not at all, he's a, he's a cool guy, but his father runs this place. But he was saying that. The only reason why he's so good is because his father does this as a sport, active shooting, or okay. something shit like that. Okay. It was calculated to me, bro. If I can say I'm just a guy expert is just... I'm actually just thinking of, of all the ways that um, I could, like, do this situation if I get a gun. And probably when I get a gun. Bro. Um, yeah. I walk to the brother, taxi driver. 
I don't know if he still drives taxi now. But he also used to have a gun. Anyways, like, it's a process, my bro. Mm. Because you need to have a safe for number one, your own place, mm. with a safe or have a safe in your place or mm. your parents' place or some shit. And you need to get, like, signatures from neighbors and yes. all around you to yes. be like, nah, he's stable enough to own a firearm. Oh, yeah. However, your neighbors, not one neighbor can be like, nah, this bro is bitchy. Dodgy for me. So if one person says, nah, you're bitchy off, and it's like, slice. How are your chance of getting a gun is cancelled? And then you go to the psyche validation as well. No, you do mad, you do mad stuff, my bro. And there's different kinds of cutters for different kinds of guns. So yes. you get your normal handguns, yes. you get your moose. So it's, there's different, I like different types of. Um, licenses processes that you have to go through in order to get a different type of gun mm-hmm. I've heard about that one too yeah like it's more let's say with the AK there'd be more than what we with the normal handgun like a pistol but uh I enjoy that fucking yeah, also I get a fire flare man I smart to get a gun I want to get my license first I'll shoot the niggas with fire flares man bro I'll shoot the niggas I'll shoot the niggas with fire flares I'd love a party to have a gun also Nah, I will definitely get myself one of those one day. Never know how one day it could be in tomorrow. Maybe it'll be because if you look, no? or maybe even just in five. If you look on, I don't know if you are you on Facebook a lot. I, I try to be. Now, do you follow the page Essay Live? Shout out to them because they always post the I don't South Africa's guy. I don't. But their page is hilarious, people. But um. They always posting for past months, years. They posted about um, this people breaking in. We now watch those videos of men doing this home invasion thing. Those videos, and I think I've already seen a couple of them. And then it make me so bad when we get the gun. I don't know if I will ever have the heart to just fire that motherfucker, but I'm sure if I feel like my life is at risk, I'm gonna pop you there. And I know how to aim now. <laughs> I can aim with whatever gun that I know. Did you get a, did you get a, like a proper shot? Are we? I got a palm, my bro. I got a palm. Here you go. I'll smell you. That will be me, my bro. I will literally shoot the nigga in his face. I don't want to waste any time with you still being alive by shooting you. Must I will aim for your face. Bro, I will, and if you survive and your whole face needs to be reconstructed. I will literally, guys, I'm telling you now, really, I am not, and you, everybody can hear this online as well. I'm sorry, I will enter the face. And they are probably just declined, they got declined for, for a gun license. And this stuff is going to be recorded, I don't care if it's out there. Uh, it can be out there, it's fine. Freedom of speech. If my life is in danger, and I've got a gun, hmm. I will shoot you in your face. There's no doubt about that. Eh? <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Hello, little monster that he is. Bugger, thank you so much. Nah, really, my bro. My mother was saying that he's. We were speaking in the car this morning, and she was saying that he is tattooed in a heart. Like he yeah. really tattooed, bro. And he really did. Kept deep. Thank you, Sebas. You say bye. With me. I'm not gonna go with you. You want to go to your Dada. <laughs> Dada. Dada. Hello, little man. 
Don't you wanna say hello to me? Can you say hello to me now? Hmm? Yes. Don't you wanna say hello to me? Yes. Now say hello to me. Did you miss me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say hello to me. Uh. I love you. <laughs> what? What's there? What's we? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Okay. Now wait, I'm gonna come take it off now. It's heavy. Well, you're gonna take it off for Do you want the sucker? Big man. Do you want the sucker? Yeah, no, this is too much. Oh, he's going to like this one. Yeah, Lily? No, that's orange. Don't you want the orange one? I want the grape. Oh, this? Oh, oh okay. You want the grape stuff now? Yeah. I thought you were going to want that one. I want the grape one. Oh, so you know this is going to be grape, yeah. This is where he gets grape. I'm going to have a chocolate one. I'm going to have a chocolate one? Because I'm a chocolate man. You have Chocolina! Oh, when last did I have one of these? Literally. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tyron. Oh, wait. Chocolina, so good. I see the album, it's actually a YouTube, because I don't I missed it. Yeah, I know. What's your dead side? What's what side? Dead side. Are you talking crazy? What's your dead side? Are you What's on that side? Crazy. Are you, are you asking what's on that side? Yeah, Let's look at the garage. garage. I'm gonna go by the garage. There's nothing in the garage for you. I'm too this side. <laughs> Say that again. I'm gonna go this side. You wanna go this side? Okay. We can't go there now. Huh? Can't go there now. You're sitting here by us. In the lounge. But it's not a lounge. This what is, is this? the lounge. So what is this? You in the tie-dye lounge, you know that? No, what? it's not dark in the lounge though. It's full of good spirits and good vibes and. It's dirty. It's dirty. Yes. <laughs> can you reach? Mm-hmm. You can't reach. No lie. You can reach. That's sprinkles. Say again. Anyway. Yeah, man. Oh, we. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys. I'm eating an ash lolly. Did you hear about that sucker? Did you hear about that 15-year-old, my bro? That took her grandfather's pose. <laughs> and I think now Russia is... Or Russia has been disqualified from Olympics. Oh, that girl. Mm. I know about that girl. That's hectic, bro. What makes you think that was your grandfather's pulls? I think this whole story is a bunch of bullshit. And then everybody knew about it and then Marshall was at the, like one of these events. Look, no disrespect to Russia. We have listeners out in Russia. For real, we do. But... Um, you know what, eh? I'm not okay with war. Yeah, nah, we also don't. I'm not okay with war. Doesn't matter what country is, I'm not okay with war. They can't. Meanwhile, South Africa is trying to, you know, 
have Russia um, ease it down or ease it out, something in that line. Oh, like, this whole Ukrainian thing. And then, um, someone tweets, like, they can't even, like, you know, recently between Uber drivers and, <laughs> and taxis, maybe. Like, take a chill for. Like, why would our government want to do that? Why would they want to try and ease the tension between um, Russia and Ukraine? Like, I mean, come yeah. on. Like, I know, but you know, you can keep, you guys can sanction people. You know, that's fine. Sanction Russia if you need to. But like, I realized that you really can't even do that. And that was a really like that tweet got like over 16 million, uh, 16,000, sorry guys, I'm, I'm exaggerating. 16, I think it was 16,000 retweets, mm-hmm. likes. I'm not sure. Somewhere in between. I think, they, I think they were speaking about that today. Like, QC was speaking about that today. She was saying that she saw something funny on Twitter. Regarding this Uber driver and taxi drivers, that's hilarious, bro. But we, you know, in South Africa, just always seems to find themselves in a friendly. We always just find ourselves in this situation. We were all like, "What the hell?" Oh, that's true. And it's very true. Unfortunately. I don't know. Do you I don't know. I, I, I could never, I could never pinpoint exactly how our government has radically changed our country after winning the elections in 1994. Mm. Like, I would like, you know, someone to give me, and I'm not looking for the obvious things, mm. you know, um, like these obvious big gimmicks of them. Mm. It's all like to be a smoke screen for like all the shit that they've been doing, you know. And now they're doing like showing. Small, I want to see the small things that have led up to those big things. I don't want to see the big things only. If I see the small things, then I can believe that you made the big thing really happen. But if you just show me the big thing, like how did the, how did you work towards that? You know, how did you work towards that? I don't know, baby. I'm just I'm just thinking about it in a different way. I'm not. Opinion. I shouldn't be a political writer. Mm. I should not be a political writer. Or journalist. Oh. Right? The sucker is nice though. Your tongue purple. Your tongue is purple. Mm. Is your tongue purple? Mm. I slide down away. You slide down. You almost did. Right by me. Okay. You listen by me. Do you have advice for the people that's listening to us? Hey? Do you have advice? Do you have advice? Do you have advice for the people that's listening to us? You don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. For the young viewers. Can you tell them what you like to watch on, 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 your, on your tablets? Mm, give them it. What do you like to watch on your tablets? Yeah. Give them some info. Do you watch Steve and Maggie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell them what's your favorite show, Lennon. My favorite. It's my yummy. Why are you looking for your yummy when you're having your, your sucker? 
Where's my dummy? I think, you might, have, I think you might have forgotten by your mommy's house. Did you tell Daddy about your other dummy that broke? What happened to your dummy? What broke? How did it break? What did you do? I broke it. How did you break it? You forgot he's telling you a story. <laughs> How did your dummy break? Did you bite it? What did you do? What did you do to your dummy? I bite it. Okay. And now you got a new dummy, you're gonna bite that one too. And it's gonna break as well. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's like long. It's crazy. My was this long. But he thinks he's gonna have to get cut sooner or later. Not sooner. Oh, this is new. Apparently, this is new. Um, no, it's still gonna be okay. Oh, it's an ice sucker. Mm-hmm. Um, we children have to be in the Montessori or creche by three years old, or starting three years old at least. Mm. And we don't even need to go to school, basically. Yeah. So if he doesn't sleep, you're gonna have to put him in this uh, stall. Because they have to find a place, but um, otherwise they won't be um, given access to create or place on a waiting list. The children, they want children to start going to school because this, this is what they do. They can speak to you at the age of two already. They can have conversations with you, so they can go to school. But yeah, that's what a friend of mine told me. Who works in the um, education side of life, uh. you know, schools and so forth. Um, um, why did I see what I... Then, let me see. Oh, never mind. Do you have one by you? No. Um, I can't ask you. It's fine. I bought back a plan. Mm-hmm. Are you going again? Okay, Sky and Bolt must stay there. But other than that though, um, furthermore though guys, I have nothing more to say actually today. I feel like I've had my conversation for today. Um, but if you still want to speak about something about all means and I'm all ears and I'm here to give, you know, opinions, feedback, whatever, things that you want to speak about, I, I feel like I've, I've shared, um, you feel like you shared shared some light on, 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 another thing actually, you know, I we've shed some light on mental health. You know, it's really important though. And I know that we don't speak about it all that often, but when something happens that just triggers that, you know, that thoughts it's conversation against past conversation, it needs to also just help, it needs to remind us once more that these are conversations we need to have on a daily basis. You know, not just when something big happens like the Kirik, you know, hanging himself or whatever. I don't know how he even killed himself. Like, I didn't even want to read that. Um, after oh, yeah. I heard the suicide, um, I, I had to just need that moment to myself first and I just didn't get time to actually Because I mean, like I, I, I know I know people who's done that uh-huh. You know, who's committed suicide And it's, it's just once again a reminder of, of the fact that You know, people are not always okay when they say they look okay Are you finished with it? And they say that they're okay with it 
Like you're going to feature both inside of a bowl? Yes. Okay. I'm going to come open for you now. I don't I'll hang tight here with the laundries. Um, yeah, I honestly, I honestly think that it's, it's important for us to see, to always be speaking about these things and not actually um, frown upon it. There are still so many people that's close-minded about these things. People blatantly ignore you know, uh, these, these types of conversations um, simply because it doesn't affect them or simply because they don't believe in it or something, simply because, you know, it just they just don't really care. Um, but in, in, in more ways than one, I, I feel like it, it really should matter simply because it can only matter when it actually hits home for the first time. It should hit home every time, even if it's not at home. Um, you know, it's not okay. It's not okay for people to be taking their lives. People need to understand that it's not okay for people to be taking their lives. Like, what do we need to, like, how far does circumstances have to drive us You know, and it's because we're not speaking about it that these people are not feeling that there's any help for them, you know, myself included. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably one of the lucky ones. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you yourself, um, as a listener and as a listener and you, Titan, um, that you have considered, thought about, contemplated suicide at one point in your life. Um, because I sure as hell have. I'm sure we all have. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I do consider myself one of the lucky ones to still have the strength to cut nut, maybe. Uh, you know, to cut that. And I want to share that energies with people. I want to share that vibes with people. You know, it's totally okay to not be okay. Uh-huh. I think like the moment you start saying, you actually acknowledge the fact that you are not okay. It's like being this, like a ton of bricks, like, you know, falls off your shoulders. Um, <laughs> And that's what I've experienced. I can't say the same about you know how other people experience it, you know. But the moment I say that I'm okay, it's okay that I'm not okay, or I am not okay. It's like I, I'm actually able to breathe. But the more I keep it to myself, the more I am trying to handle it, trying to cope with it, you know, by not speaking about it or by just handling it on my own, you know, dealing it in my own way. Uh. Um, like that is the danger that we are that is the danger to me that's the danger that i commit to myself that is where it becomes detrimental to me you know what we should make normal maybe it should actually be a thing in <coughs> i will say people of color it should be a thing in their communities maybe. therapy oh yes it really should be maybe. yes that is very true whether it be confidential or people know you've seen a therapist speak to someone maybe. I want to see one yeah and I am oh, yeah. I want to see one again and soon to Dr. Parker Dr. Parker recommended someone for me it's, it's really important, man. Like to take care of yourself, take care of your your your, your well being. 
Thank you for your It's really so impeditive. I don't think people understand how impeditive it is to be taking care of themselves. And not in a not in a selfish way. No. You know, no. take care of yourself in a selfless way. You know, um, I, it's tough, I know. Like, guys, I know it's tough out there. Like, mm. it really is. Yeah, and like, we all facing different things. But you know what, eh? we play this game at work. So I play for this. I play for this company. I play because he wants to play. Um, I I work for this company. Um, and we do we do like um personal development uh, through experiential learning. Okay, so basically we do activities with you, and you learn through those activities. You know. Um, we obviously base our activities off of what you as the client would like to do. So mm. whether it be team building, bonding, adventure, um, personal development, whatever the case may be. We then, um, we cater our program according to your your needs. Right. And this is a game we play. It used to be called Tendrik and I changed the name like old thing. Because they said that it's, it's supposed to, it's, There was this comment from, that someone gave that said that Tendrik sounds really harsh. Mm. So um, I decided, and um, I I decided that they were looking for a different name, and I just said, you know what? Um, given the fact that the the game gets people going, gets people kind of getting up of their seats, moving around, I'm going to call it Me Too. So now I've changed the game to Me Too. Like now the name game, the name of the game is Me Too. So what happens is, everybody's in a circle on the seat, right? And one person in the middle. So what happens is there's a circle of people in the middle. There's a circle of you know, everybody in the seat, right? And one person in the middle. Now normally the person playing the game would be the person in the middle. Right? Everybody has a seat. And this person you obviously have to play with. So I play with the game if I'm leading it, if I'm running the game, I play with. Everybody knows the game, it's just that you know, it's not thing making anymore, it's now me too. So what this game does is it makes you realize it makes it sees it helps you see that there are um other people going through the same stuff that you are going through as well even though you didn't know that they were going through things because uh in many cases we we do um we have things and we have relationships with these things um but we don't really know what they are going through because they don't speak about everything mm. and i'm pretty sure just as much as i have not told you everything about myself i know probably 98 percent of you but this is two percent of you that i just don't i just don't know because mm. that's the one that you want to keep to yourself mm. the same with me as well okay. you know um but when we start speaking so what the game does is you say something you stand in the middle you say something um, anything about how you feel or what makes you tickle, um, anything, you know, that you, that's you, you know, so, um, you could say like, um, I don't like it when people, um, shut me around, mm-hmm. um, that's what you say in the middle, I mean, um, if you also don't like it, um, what would you normally say? Me too, mm. right? So if you meet, if you say me, if you are on that, if you feel the same way about that, then you get up with your seat and you look for a different seat, mm. right? In that time, everybody that's gotten up for a seat could be looking for a seat. There was one person who won't have a seat because the person who started the game didn't have a seat. Mm. Then that person will say something else again, you know? And that's how you actually now get to see 
um, how people, how many similar circumstances or how many people go through the same things that you do, um, experience things the same way you do, you know, that there are people out there and you're not alone. And I think it's a very good exercise to have, even within the workplace if you want to, you know, within the family. Um, it's, it's a really good um, activity to, to, to now figure out and get to know this person on a more personal level with regards because the questions that all the things that you can say you can go if you really want to go personal you can go personal mm. and you make you make it so personal that everybody else starts getting personal mm. you know about things and then not personal towards you but personal towards themselves you know so it really has that game has brought you to tears um, because of, of seeing other people going through things and you know, a, a, that type of, it's that type of, it's a beautiful, beautifully done, if it's, if it's done properly, it's, it's a beautiful execution. Mm. You will have the results of, I don't know, you you feel a lot better about yourself, man. Mm. And that's the main aim, you need to feel good about yourself in order to survive for the next day. If you don't feel good about yourself, then why are you going to feel like, why am I living? And that's when you're going to decide, okay, I'm going to end it all because why am I living? Mm. You know what I mean? But in some sort of a way, you you need to feel good about yourself, and that's where your words come in. You need to give yourself credit. Mm. Or do you give yourself enough credit? Mm. So yeah, um, that's just my take on this. It's really important, guys. Um, nice. We take ourselves, my bro. It's real. If anything, my bro. If anything, people should. Put themselves first, you know, because you might just go through something you know for a fact no one can help you with. So who's there? You. Only you can get yourself out of the situation. Only you would know how. That does obviously depend on the situation. You know, um, in my, uh, 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 they can vary, I would say. Um, they can stem from um, financial drama to spiritual, um, you know, mm. uneasiness to holistically, you know, um, that your circumstances can differ. Mm. Um, because um, it's not just one circumstance that you normally have. It just feels like, it, you know, but it's actually multiples of things that you, mm. you have not dealt with. And, you know, it, they become my circumstances circumstances. Bro, we are very we're very prideful species, man, bro. We super prideful. So for someone to just easily open up it's because you don't know like I get when I used to go to the a therapist man, bro. I would I wouldn't tell him, but I think I did tell him for the one time. Like, I don't know you, my bro, so you can't just expect me to speak to you. This is after my grandmother passed away, my best friend was committed suicide. So, my parents sent me to the therapist, white, but a good guy. And he's the reason why I have this passion for Jenga, my bro. And if you ever notice, when I play Jenga, I focus, my bro. Like, I've seen it. I get into it and I was because of him, but anyway. And you played Jenga with him? Oh, we used to play Jenga. While you would talk. While you would talk. That's why I grand it now, my bro. But anyway. That's nice. And I've always this man, my bro, like, nah, my bro. I, not in my, the, like, I'm saying it now, but 
I told him like, nah, my bro, I just, I can't open up to you. I don't know you, my bro. My parents just told me I must come to you. But in my now, you see now, I think that's why I, I would defer an opinion again. Um, it's like that would give me an opportunity. Like mm. speaking to someone I know, they would have a preconceived mm. um, response already. Mm. You know, um, because in some sort of a way, to them, it's gonna feel like it's been, this conversation has been had already. That mm. conversation has been solved in the same way. You know what more can I say to you? So basically, you're never going to get the proper response, mm-hmm. um, because I've told it to you once, but I tried that to you again. Now nah, you're just being ignorant. You just press now. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Now you get an opportunity to speak to someone brand new, someone who has no history or recollection of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Like I would back out. I would like you know. No, I would go boss. Me, mm-hmm. I would go boss. Now you see, you know, this is this person's job. He's supposed to listen to me with all of these things, right? And if anything comes out to my parents or my parents just sorry, randomly mention something from the repetition that that that's when I would start worrying actually because then I would not you know I can't trust it I can't trust my therapist so I can't trust anybody. No, you think that's why I don't you know that's why I didn't open up to that one also. Because I knew was how can this therapist just say these things now? And to me it's like nah nah you sp- Probably spoke to my tiny oh, yeah. So I'll mm. fucking you just tell me hey, tell me about so But he didn't. Like what? Nah he did. Did and we did. Because obviously my people were concerned. But then again you were a minor. CJ, I was a minor. You were like, minor. I was like that was, that's a different case. CJ, so you know? but at the time already maybe in my head it's like I really had trust issues, like I lost my best friend, my grandmother. People I used to speak to me bro on a regular. Now the people that I used to speak on a regular are not here Gone. anymore. The fuck do you think I'm gonna speak to now, my bro? My grandmother for number one was my go-to person. But now it's like, I can't. At the time, it was in my head, it was like, nah, I, don't, I can't trust you. Mm. Because the people I trusted my shit with, they clearly took it to their fucking graves. Yeah. They died with that info, my bro. They did. They so, did. Unfortunately, you, my friend, are the last person I would speak to right now. No offense, I don't know you, but that's just... I feel you. Why would I, I feel where you're coming from. You know, um, at this age though, I think... I, I, yeah, now I have my age now. It's, it's like, different, it's, I think you'd have a different approach to it as that now as well, yeah. Because now I, I would mean, speak to you because you don't know me. See, we know the value of that now. You know, well, you may know what that can bring up. You also know the, the, the like, the... the the con, I can put it like that. Mm. I mean, there are cons to speaking to people that you don't know. And mm. if it's not in a professional capacity, then what the fuck are you doing? And I'm sure this therapist, you know, I'm sure they do their research on you. I'm sure they go to get Facebook profiles. Generally, therapists, they, they do make use of your clinical information. Seems like. Um, I, I don't know if it's true or no, if I'm just grasping at straws here, but I do believe that in some of them maybe start with new, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a different side of, of, of health. Mm. Um, but I think that if a doctor prescribes you to, I mean, doctors normally send you to therapists. Mm. So, you know, there's always an information exchange there. No um, but it still remains confidential. It should, my bro. It still remains within the sphere of, it should. you know, the conf- confidentiality. Tomorrow is gay pride. Mm. 
tomorrow is gay pride i am looking absolutely forward to it this is going to be my second time at gay pride and um my first time was 10 years ago mm. um Yo. i am 12 um, maybe bro mm, like 10 years ago i was at gay pride and now i'm going to my second one after 10 years and i'm excited mm. um i am but upset that i couldn't get something that i really wanted mm. um if i had to buy it today then it wouldn't have been delivered in time as well mm. um at the time that i wanted to buy it i didn't have enough money okay. to buy it now that i have enough money i can't buy it because it's not mm. going to be delivered you know it's too um, late it's way too late for that so i don't really know what time is it the it starts tomorrow at 12 mm. but obviously we are not going to be be going to by 12 we're gonna be because it's gonna be full so mm. that so we are gonna be going uh around about 10 o'clock leaving at 10. and after party we haven't decided on what we're going to be doing afterwards yet there are mm. a couple of after parties happening all across cape town uh, um i mean cape town the cape town pride community you know it's, it's quite a party odd yes um though um i would really like to not not go with that intention tomorrow mm. to party hard um i strongly believe that there's more to pride than just the the celebration thereof mm. you know it's we we go there to also walk for the lives we've lost mm. for people who have paved the way for us to be walking on this ground today mm. you know there have been battles fought um battles won battles lost um you know it's taken it's taken a army of people across the globe to fight for what we have the luxury of living getting married being with the person of our choice um you know the person that we um are aligned you know the way we are aligned yes that is the proper way of saying it to, to spend the rest of our lives or to spend our lives with the per- the person that we are um, aligned with in an attractive, attractive manner, you know. Um, so we cannot forget that. We cannot, and that is why the march is there. The march is there for everybody. And it's also there to still show that we are still fighting. Mm. We are still going down this road. We are still, you know, losing people. We are creating awareness. That's what it, that's what I, 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 I'm constantly just telling myself as well, just reminding myself about this stuff. You know, yes, the celebration is beautiful. The celebration is, it's, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's colorful. colorful. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It's um, colorful as you know, hell, bro. So, yes. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be going to Pride tomorrow. Oh, yeah. um, Shout out to the rainbow flag, bro. Yes, to my people, to our people. Shout out to um, we love you. We love you. Every one, one of you. Every one of you. We love you. Don't matter who you are, how you are, how you define yourself. Shout out to the butch. All about. The butch studs. Yay. And the drags. Yay. We love you. Yay. So we're going to go have, we're going to have a good time. Uh, we're going to literally, we're going to have a good time. By the time that you guys will be listening to this podcast, Pride would have been over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trusting that you guys would have agreed with me that Pride is going to Pride was then amazing. I'm speaking in future tense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm claiming that it's going to be an amazing time tomorrow. Um, yes. 
I have literally I've run out of words to say right now. Alright, it's fun. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, guys, in the Tyler Lounge. I really do appreciate mm-hmm. your company. Um, we will be doing some new changes very soon. Uh, there are a couple you, of obstacles in our way, but you, we pray to God that we will have these obstacles rid of. We will get rid of them. You know, fuck the obstacles. We will get them. We will get them down and out. We will fight through them. We will break them down. We will fuck up the uh, obstacles because that's what we are. We, we are can't fighters. be stopped, brother. No, I'm unstoppable like the Mistos bottle. Now you see me. <laughs> the Mistos. What? I just want to say this. What energizes me, me bro, puts that battery in my back, you know, is when the people ask me when's the next episode. Because mm. a few people ask mm. me. You're one of them. Mm, these people are asking us. I'm sorry, guys. You are so sorry. You know, you know my bro. struggles is you know the circumstances. They you know they are circumstances. But thank you once again so much for joining us today, guys. It's really been a pleasure having you guys. Tyden, do you have any few last words? Mm-mm. No more words from Tyden. Well then, like that's it for us. Enjoy the rest of your time. Up until next time, guys. We are out. This is Marcel Dylan and T Dog. Right. My name is Jason. Peace. Peace, guys.